a continuation of finding your true being. Your true self is within your soul. You know how many people say, I can crush your soul? No, you can't. You can't go deep into my soul and take it from me. I own my soul. We are the owners of our souls, right? You gotta ask me. What would you rather do? Where would you rather be? Would you rather be in another plane? Another plateau? In other words, in another world? Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself doing something for the good of others? Do you see yourself being an upstanding citizen? Do you see yourself helping others who are less fortunate? See, I've seen it from all of my life of how people are treated when they're alive. I have touched on this topic about life and death. What would you rather be doing? Living? Would you rather be alive or would you rather be gone? If I had put a poll up, they'd probably think, my God, where is she going with this? Well, let me put it to you this way. The way people are treated now on this earth is shameful, is disturbing, is sad. People are being hurt physically, mentally, emotionally, bullied, attacked. And you ask yourself, is this the kind of life I want to live where I'm constantly being attacked by the people I love, by friends, or even by just strangers? Because sometimes a stranger thinks that they know you, so they come to you and start passing judgment on you, but they don't know who you are. They don't know where you come from, right? That I said to myself, I want to be accepted in this world, and I can't. I've tried to be myself because I figured if you are yourself people will want to gravitate towards you you're not trying to be somebody you're not because if you're trying to be somebody you're not you're hiding who you really are why hide display to me who you are I'm not going to be mad with you I'm not going to turn away from you I'm not going to be angry I'm not going to do any of that I just want to understand When we were growing up, again, I was a little girl that never got invited anywhere. I never went to a party. Whether it was at school or after school, nobody ever invited me to go anywhere. And I used to think, is it because I'm shy? Or maybe I'm just so bizarre and unique that people didn't want to be around me. I was a little girl that just questioned everything. But I also was a little girl who was sensitive that if someone attacked her physically, emotionally, mentally, yes, you would see that sensitive side. There's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong with crying. Crying is a, is a strength. Crying cleanses your soul from within. People think that if you show one ounce of tears, you're weak. They, they say that about men. They say little boys, young men, or just older men. Like my father was a perfect example of a man who showed tears and did not care if there were other people around. He was showing his true self. He was showing you his emotions. Things will make you cry. Think about it in this way. Things will make you cry. The loss of a loved one, you will cry. 
or if you won a jackpot, you will cry. You will cry tears of joy, right? If you fall in love with someone for the first time, cry. And I'm not talking sadness. I'm talking about cry because now you feel someone loves you so much, and they want to be a part of your world, or you want to be a part of theirs, and you guys can make a life together, happily ever after, as I call it. So you ask yourself, it's okay to cry, right? It is okay. I've cried more so in my life of everybody that I lost. I've touched on death a lot because, let's face it, everybody that I became close to in my life has gone. And I was left standing there wondering, is it right for me to enjoy life? Is it right for me to go on as if as if I had no choice, right? You have to go on with your life. You have to. When you lose someone, a part of you dies with that person. There's a perfect example of that. My mother, again, could not let go of my father. In life, when they were together, they were always together. That's not a bad thing. You know, they sometimes say, well, you know, couples, when they're always together, they're suffocating each other. But if you truly love someone, you enjoy their company, you enjoy being with them, it's not a bad thing. You want to spend as much of your life with someone as possible before it's too late. Did you see or hear the marriage vow to death do us part? That's taken literally. My father and mother, even before they got married, my father adored my mother, loved her so much. He spent so much time with her. And both families saw it, although his family didn't really appreciate her. And her family appreciated him and wanted him around. He goes, and I think he went, if I'm not mistaken, he went to my mother's mother and asked for her hand in marriage. He did it the old-fashioned way, which I thought was so romantic. I want to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. Now, my grandmother loved my father, just like my aunts and uncles. They loved my father. He was a true gentleman. He was a hard worker. He was a loving man, a man who would never harm anyone. He would never hurt my mother physically and emotionally. He would never tear her down. He would always take good care of her as a man should. That's the job, right? Everyone says that's the job of both men and women, to take care of each other through good and bad through sickness and in health. You see where the vows are coming from? But you also have to accept the fact that at some point down in your life, you will lose that person you love so much. And you'll have to learn. You will have to learn to let go. My mother couldn't let go of my father. She just, she stopped living. Can you imagine when you have someone that you truly love? You want to hold on to them as much as you can. Because if you don't, if you don't hold on to them, what happens if they slip away from you? How are you going to get them back? When someone goes into that place up in the sky, they're going home to God. Now God's going to take care of them. They're going to watch them out for you, right? But my mother did not want to let go of my father. And I used to look at pictures of the love that they had and the videos, and I used to watch them together. Their love was still there. Even after so many years, 
their love was together their love was strong their love was was so pure their love was so beautiful it was a true love story that could be played out on the big screen i sometimes wish that i could do that go back to how my mother and father when they first fell in love what what was it like for them because it was a different time back then time of strife time of struggle but they made it work you know why because they held on to each other you know the greatest thing that you have when you have a partner in life whether you're a female with a husband or a man with a wife whoever is in your life you do everything together you live life together you go through struggle and tragedy and problems and crisis together because it's hard when you do it on your own You always say, I'm going to get myself out of this situation. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's easier when you have someone to fall back on. Someone who will have your back. Someone who will give you peace of mind. Someone who will tell you, we can do this together. Because I'm not going to let you do this alone, and I'm not going to let you fall. We will stand by each other together. My mother and father had that. I used to love hearing stories about the times that my father would court her and take her out and make her feel special. Now, I asked my mother, because at the time she wasn't really looking. She goes, oh, our families knew one another. But she never knew or never expected that my father would be the one guy who would just say, that's the woman I want to marry. That's the woman I want to make a life with. That's my future wife, future mother. That's what I had hoped. She never thought that, though. She always thought, well, if it happens, it happens. I don't know if my mother was in a hurry to get married, but she did love my father. He proved to her the kind of man he could be. But getting back to when you lose someone, think about this. How you treat them in life does matter. If you truly love someone, and say you had your first argument, and you say hurtful things, just be careful before you open up your mouth the things that you're going to say to your loved one. Just be very careful. You don't say something that will hurt them, that they can't recover from. You know, I've, I've actually have witnessed in my lifetime, in my single years, how men and women treat each other. Now, some men and women... They have their fights and then they make up. And then there are some men and women that don't make up right away. They stay mad at each other for the silliest little things, you know. And you think to yourself, why? You will find a way to work it out. You will find a way to get back to one another. For me, I was envious of the people around me that had someone. I didn't let it bother me, but I did. A part of me said, I don't know what love is. I never experienced love. I never had someone put their arms around me. I never had someone hold my hand. Every guy that I was with didn't show any type of affection whatsoever. As a matter of fact, it was the opposite. They were ashamed to be around me. There were times when I would just pray to God, please give me someone who will appreciate me for me who will love me, who will want to be around me and not be ashamed. Is it me? Am I a bad luck charm? Am I
Am I doing something wrong? And my mother said, No. Those men didn't deserve to have you. You are too good for them. You will find a man who will appreciate you and love you because of everything that you've done for them. And in return, he will do so much for you. And the only thing I ask of you is to take it. Take it with a grain of salt. Say to yourself, I now have a man in my life who I truly love, who will, who inspires me, who loves me for me, who takes very good care of me, who's always thinking about me, who's always sending me all these beautiful messages. But you also have to say something to yourself. And say to yourself, the one thing you should never do is blame yourself. I've been for my whole life been with men that have treated me terribly. I remember one instant. When I was uh, on the phone with one of my friends. And he, she heard yelling in the background. She goes, is he yelling at you? Why is he yelling at you? And I tried so hard to cover it up in my voice. I said, no, he's not yelling at me. It's the television. He goes, stop making excuses for someone that is treating you terribly. Do you deserve to be yelled at? No. Do you deserve to be hurt? No. Love is not supposed to hurt. Love is supposed to make you feel good. Love is supposed to inspire you and uplift you, make you feel important in someone's eyes. And he's not doing that. He is bringing you down to a level you don't deserve to be. For all you women out there who've been in a relationship where you think, oh, it's the one time he has done this to me. It's not one time. It's a continuous cycle of verbal, physical, emotional. My mother and father, my father in particular, I watched how he treated my mother. I watched him. Again, they fought, as every married couple does. He never put her down. He never made her feel like she was beneath him. He never treated her terribly. He loved her. And even after they fought, he came back home and he had got something for her from his heart. She didn't expect it, but she took it. Because deep down inside, when you truly love someone, when you truly love someone, whatever you give them comes from your heart. If you say to me, I promise you from this day forward, I will always love you, I will always honor you, I will cherish you, I will take care of you, I will never hurt you, I will never call you names, I will never put you down physically, verbally, mentally, I will not do that because for me to do that, what kind of a person am I? You're not a human being when you do that. And then I actually had said to myself, for the time that I was with him, the first time he took me to meet his sisters, we had this barbecue that we went to. And I remember driving back home, he drank. He had drinking hard liquor, and he actually put me down as we were driving. I thought I was gonna get into a car accident that night with him, because he was constant, it wouldn't stop. I tried to block him out. He made me cry. 
He didn't care who he hurt. And it made him feel good. I said, is this how you treat a person you say you love? Is this how you treat a woman you claim you care about? It's not love. That his friends would step in and said, I'm so scared for you. Because when he gets drunk like that, what happens if he takes it to an extreme and he really hurts you? I would never ever forgive myself if he did do that to you. And I don't like it when someone thinks they have the right to put their hands on a woman just because. So my father was a perfect example of a husband, a true husband, who treated his wife like a queen with what he had. Yeah, he was not, quote, rich. But he gave my mother the best life that he could through hard work and struggle. She never once complained. She never once said anything bad about him. As I see all women do when they have somebody in their lives, stop comparing the men in your life with someone else. Don't do that. When you start doing that, that man's going to feel like, well, I can't compete. Anything I try to do for her, she's not happy. I try to make her happy, she's not pleased. Don't do that. You're ruining a self-esteem of a man who's trying so hard to make you happy. My mother had said to me, I could see in you that you will make someone's head turn because you're such a beautiful woman. You have a strong head on your shoulders. You are well-loved. You are well-liked. You exude confidence. But the few times when he put me down, he called me every name he could think of, and it just tore into me. And I thought, do I really want to be on this earth to be abused in that way, emotionally, physically? Did I deserve to be treated that way? She says, no. When a man starts hurting you physically, emotionally, and verbally, you walk away. You walk away. For all you women out there who are in that type of relationship as we speak, don't make excuses for him. He will not change. And if he says to you, oh baby, I love you, I can't be without you, he's lying. He's lying to you. Because right then and there, for that one period of time, whether it's a week, a month, you'll be good, then he'll be back to his old self. You'll see a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde persona come out, and you will wonder, why didn't I get that chance to escape when I had? Walk away from someone who treats you like you're beneath them. Stand tall and strong and proud. For all of you women who went through cancer like me, when I was with him, do you know what he said to me? I'm not a complete woman. So in other words, women have to be complete and have two breasts instead of one? Really? Shame on you. That's like saying, if I lost a limb, I'm not a complete person. If I lost my legs, my arms, or half of my body, I'm not a complete human being. You are. Because as I told everyone out there, you are beautiful despite your You have a scar you want to show to the world? Be my guest. Show it. Don't be scared and don't be afraid. Again, fear is an emotional... Not even emotional. Let me take it back. Fear is a state of mind. So you make yourself and you tell yourself, I'm not worth it. I look in the mirror and I don't like who I see. You know why you don't like who you see? Because he told you he doesn't like what you are to him. In other words, he can't appreciate you as you are. And that's a damn shame when it comes to that. I think to myself, what is the matter with you? 
Why would you say something like that? Ask yourself a question if you can. If you truly love somebody, if you truly love somebody, you will. You will do whatever it takes to make them happy. You will never put down. You will never attack. You will never abuse. Take it from me. I've gone through three painful relationships. And three times I said to myself, why am I here on this earth being humiliated? If this is how my life is going to turn out, every single time I get close to someone, I don't want to live. My mother said to me, don't ever say that. Open up your heart. The right man will come along and he will sweep you off your head. He will take care of you. He will love you. He will adore you. He will do what a real man should do. And real men don't humiliate. They don't put down and they don't make you feel like you're nothing. That's not a real man. A real man is the true definition of what my father was to my mother. A man who is caring, loving. Never hurt with his mouth, never hurt with his fists. When they start doing that, walk away. Walk away. Hold your head up high and tell yourself, I can do better and I will do better. You may not happen right away. You may not happen right away, but it will happen. Do yourselves a favor for anybody out there who's going through something like that. You have every right to be with someone who truly loves you. Someone who will take care of you. Someone who will take care of your needs. Someone who will want to be with you because they love you. Because you can do no wrong in their eyes. That it took me a long time to really find someone. Now, I wasn't the one who found him. And he didn't find me. You know who, who found us together? Who had connected us? The man upstairs. I had pleaded to God, why is my life the way it is? Why can't I find a decent man? Why do I get myself in these situations where I am the victim? I am tired of being the victim. I don't want to be a victim anymore. I want to be tall, strong, and proud. When I thought about hurting myself many times, and my mother said, you're going to hurt yourself over a man? Let me tell you something. You will find a man who will appreciate you and love you for you and who will treat you the way you should be treated, like a queen. She never liked any of the three men that I was with. And she didn't want to know them. And she did meet one of them, but she never liked them. She said, my God, these are the men that are going to be in your life. And at the time, I thought, maybe they will change. Maybe I can do something to make them change. But remember this. The only one who can change themselves is themselves. In other words, if you try to change your man, he won't, he won't do it. Let him change for you if he wants to, but I can guarantee you, if he is the way he is, where he hurts you and he puts you down and he verbally attacks you and he does all of that, then do yourself a favor. That's not the man you want to spend the rest of your life. That's not a man you want to create life with. Don't bring children into a, a union where a man will put you down and hurt you physically, mentally, emotionally, and then he will take out that anger towards the children you've created. Is that fair to them? No, it's not. Love is not supposed to hurt. Love is supposed to be a beautiful emotion, an eternal, everlasting emotion. If you're lucky enough to have it, great. If you don't have it yet, don't stop searching. It will come to you, and it will come to you at that time. And it will be through the hands, the eyes of God. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. 
but stay strong. Stay true to yourselves and remember, love yourself from within. You own your soul. No one can take that soul of yours and crush it. Remember that you are the owner of your soul. So God bless all of you.